Good morning. Ebony Contrarian here. African-American cinema. The most damaging perception of the black male image was manufactured in the 1915 movie Birth of a Nation. Studio mogul D.W. Griffith, racist, spared no expense producing and directing Hollywood's first epic movie, a glorified Ku Klux Klan recruitment film. Birth of a Nation advanced the art and science of filmmaking and did not do anything positive. However, box office sales equivalent to 1997's The Titanic. While white audiences, too young to witness the Reconstruction era, 1865 until 1877, cheered and jeered with each repeated viewing of its grand spectacle. As effective propaganda, the movie enabled 20th century white folks to establish a deep emotional connection with white Southerners who resented black citizenship after the Civil War. Black male stereotypes were bronzed, pardon the pun, in Birth of a Nation as untrustworthy, savage, dumb, slow, bug eyes, murderer, and worst of all, rapist of white women. To slightly rewrite a phrase coined about the film, it was like rewriting history with lightning. Based on strict criteria that ignores racial propaganda and historical truth, Birth of a Nation is indeed a milestone of artistic cinema. But in the 21st century, should a milestone of artistry and epic scale be the only criteria to keep it on the American Film Institute's 100 Greatest American film li Films list. <clears throat> for overcoming obstacles in a society that permitted little room for self-confident black entrepreneurs, we are forever indebted to one Oscar Michaud for creating black roadshow cinema. Oscar Michaud, from 1918 onwards, his 44 films were loved by black audiences without seeking white approval. Given the low earning power of black folks at the time, however, he could not earn big bucks like his white counterparts. With a wealthier African-American market like Tyler Perry enjoys today, he could have built a strong movie studio that sustained Hollywood acting, writing, and directing talent. In the absence of a strong black movie studio, movie pro most professional black actors in the 1920s and 40s earned a living in limited number of Broadway roles or elbowed for nanny or butler roles in Hollywood. Furthermore, movie trade unions were closed to African-Americans who, who aspired to craft work behind the lens, such as writers, directors, cinematographers, editors, set designers, costumers, carpenters, plumbers, painters, makeup, and hairstylists. Another horrible legacy was visited upon an infant black Hollywood in 1925 with Step and Fetch It, or, as he's really known, Lincoln Theodore Monroe Andrew Perry. When he arrived, beginning in 1925, he played in 51 movies, became a Hollywood star to white fans, and became a millionaire during the Great Depression. Unfortunately, his ingratiating style of acting was the perfect metaphor to slander one race of people for the entertainment of another. Viewing his need for work in the most charitable light, one can understand him playing a dim-witted, flunky role to acquire a pile of money, otherwise 
out of reach to black folks. By the mid-1930s, the NAACP and black newspapers' criticism of his roles grew to a roar. I don't know how long his studio contract lasted, but by 1936, he had enough money and fan recognition to select roles with more humanity. If he did not get at least one each year to offset the demeaning roles, he could have left for Broadway, the same as other black actors did. But Step and Fetch It stayed to play variations of the same demeaning caricature until 1953. To movie studio exec- executives, Step and Fetch It created a, bank- a bankable role to spin off and repeat with other actors. Raised with racial stereotypes and blinded with greed, they failed to imagine African Americans in non-fetch it, non-servant roles. Only musicals that showcased our natural rhythm were a pleasant exception permitted in Hollywood movies. In the latter cases, black musicians, dancers, and singers including Bill Bojangles Robinson and Paul Robeson, were recruited to deliver that natural rhythm. Fortunately, after years of NAAC protests and notable black actors turning down work in Hollywood, a touch of dignity snuck in the back door. Ebony Contrarian, out for now.